This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. What's up, Wikimaniacs? My name is Josh Shell, host of the Reddit on Wiki podcast today. With me, as always, are my awesome co-host, John Consignato, and the leader of Green Day. <laughs> Green Day, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Sean Salvino. What's up, guys? Oh, what's up, dudes? Uh, I'm just here, taking a break off tour, you know, just vibing out. Nice, nice. For those listening and not watching, Sean's got an emo haircut for his emo birthday party tomorrow. Check those out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ears pierced ears and ears everything. Ears for the party. Just got to paint my nails and I'll be set. True. Looking good, man. <laughs> Looking good. Might put eyeliner on. Who knows? Do it. Well, damn. Nice. Even better. You got to commit, man. Dude, I'm scared to put eyeliner on. I don't know how girls do it. They're, you know that little crimper thing? Oh, no. Power, I don't know. Females. Those, the, the eyelash crimper? that not what they're called probably i think i know what you're talking about yeah the thing they put like right on their eyelid is so scary to me i'm so scared (laughs) with like putting anything near my eyes like i refuse to wear contacts because i'm so scared put things near my eyes okay this is gonna go off on a tangent josh you could cut me off if you want to but my dad just had to get like surgery to remove like a cataract in his eye or something oh god and then whenever they were there they were like oh your insurance covers you to you know he's old so you know his skin kind of like droops a little bit so like they were like, oh, we can like give you free surgery because your insurance covers it to like kind of like cut the fat and like sew it. Yeah. So it's not droopy. Oh, I understand. Like the eyes aren't droopy. Yeah. The eyelids. Oh, so wow. So it's not like covering his eye. You know what I mean? That's wild. You know? These are concerns then, I didn't have about growing older. Now I do. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is why I'm trying to die young, man. So they were like, yeah, your insurance covers it. So we'll do it. So he was like, yeah, let's do it. It's free out of pocket or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then when he got there, they didn't explain that they're not putting him to sleep. Oh, oh. no. So he went into the surgery thing and I'll just be sleep. They'll, you know, fuck up with my eyelid. I'll be out. They just fucking put like heavy anest- oh, anesthetics no. on there. <laughs> so he couldn't technically feel it, but he's watching them like bring blades and scapels and like oh, needles. No, and no, shit no, towards his eye. no. And then also he could like smell the iron, like smell the blood. Oh, and then the also, fuck? I guess. There was a part where they had to like kind of sear the skin to like seal it or whatever. He was like, yeah, I fucking smelt my flesh burning. Oh my God. It was like 10, 10, do not recommend. Or zero ten, do not recommend. <laughs> ten ten. Loved the results. Hated the outcome. <laughs> hated the hated the, the uh, process to get. Ain't that going to be the most Asian shit ever, bro? Like every time you Asians hear a good deal, like, yeah, fuck it, let's do it. <laughs> it's fucking free. You better believe yeah. it. <laughs> Is he looking good though, Sean? He just got the stitches out two days ago. He looks good. Oh, nice. But nice. for like three days, he looked like he got in a fucking UFC fight. He had two black <laughs> oh. eyes were swollen. You could see stitches. I, I would have like, lied shit. if I was him. I would have been like, yeah, I got in a fight. <laughs> you should have seen, see, seen the other guy. <laughs> beat the shit out of the other guy. <laughs> He's retired. He just stays home. He's, he doesn't see nobody. That's fair. <laughs> Except for his homies that he doesn't care if they chop on him. 
I, I feel that. All right. Where were we? Because tonight... Oh. <laughs> so, guys, before we dive into the episode today, do we want to talk about the new Monday episode format? Let's do it. So, Wikimaniacs, after over a month of Am I the Asshole episodes, which is crazy. It's already been a month already? More, I think. But it's very clear that that is the type of content most of the Wikimaniacs enjoy, you know? Not smut. Not not the smut. Well, we don't know, actually. We've not never yet. taken not a yet. poll. Yes. <laughs> we'll take a poll I someday. I bet you if we randomly drop a smut episode on Friday... <laughs> Pod plummets. It's gone. It's done. People be like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> so that's awesome. We we love reading and reacting to the stories on Friday. So we figured, why not bring that style over to Monday? Starting today, Monday episodes will be dedicated to stories from separate subreddits. I know we've done that a couple times on Friday where we do split. So we're going to keep Friday all Am I the Assholes from now on. And then Mondays are going to be where we explore subreddits like Relationship Advice, Tales from the Job, and, you know, Sean's favorite, r slash confessions. <laughs> I will not be partaking in confessional episodes. Sean had to go to confessional uh, after that episode, I believe. I had to go to real confession. If you did happen to enjoy the history sections of the podcast, you do not need to worry. We're going to keep those in thanks to Sean's wiki history idea. We're going to keep that alive at the end of every Monday episode. They're going to be quick, well-produced sections of the show. We think it's something you'll enjoy. I mean, we hope it is anyway. <laughs> so you have to let us know what you think of the new format. Wikimaniacs, I can't promise you that I'm going to produce mine well. Um, <laughs> I just might read alive. I'm not... Uh, <laughs> well, you got the next that. episode, so you're probably going to end up doing that shit. No, I'm definitely reading it live. I just going forward, even after that, I'm probably going to... Maybe we'll hire a uh, researcher or something. <laughs> just for Sean. Just for Sean's episodes. <laughs> So with all that explanation out of the way, in today's episode, I visited r slash relationship advice and found a husband who says something off-putting, a fiance finds out her best friend is in love with her, a girlfriend shares some explicit photos with her friends, and mm. after the break, we have our brand new wiki history segment where I discuss the Astor Place riots. Before we hop into the stories for today, if you do have a story you'd like us to cover, please send it to redditonwikipod at gmail.com or DM us on Instagram or Twitter at redditonwiki. Links to those are in the show notes. On top of that, if you're a returning listener, please consider giving us a rating review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Podchaser. Or you can tell a friend about us. If you want to get... Episode, or, or. 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 And. Or. You can give us $25 a month. And. Not or. It's a and. different different thing, right? <laughs> all right i'm done talking for this episode and or <laughs> <cutting> out early. <laughs> if you want if you want to get episodes a week early and ad free you can go to patreon.com slash cultivate podcast network and sign up to help support the show i believe it starts at one dollar support goes all the way up to 25 dollars, and there's everything in between so find the tier that you know that works Suits for you you exactly with all of that preamble out of the way, it's time to jump into some Reddit stories from r slash relationship advice. Have we done r slash relationship advice? I feel we have, but I don't remember I don't if we did. I think we have. If we've done it, maybe it was on the our, our Patreon. Uh, it could have been. Maybe. If you find out for a low fee of $5 a month, <laughs> you can find out and let us know. It might have actually been a bonus episode bonus now episode. that I think about Maybe. it. Maybe. There's only one way to find out. Only one way to find out. I'm not going to spoil. So our first story. My husband of three years said something I can't move on from. Okay. Ooh. We have a job that requires us to wake up very early in the morning. We've been working a cubicle away for the past couple of years, and that's how we met. 
He usually wakes up before me and makes me breakfast. He's been doing this since we got married. That's very nice. I would not do that every day. (laughs) I'm a terrible cook, so I wouldn't do it. He's sweet and caring like that. He's also the funniest, most genuine and friendly person I know. I love him and I know that he loves me back. Our relationship has always been stable, but now I'm not so sure. Mm. Maybe we'll take a prediction. What do you guys think he's going to say? I don't want to make you breakfast anymore. <laughs> what the you fuck? Make your own, you make your own damn boiled S- eggs and scramble your own eggs. <laughs> I no longer want to butter your bread, darling. Bread? Not toast. Bread is toast, fool. No, it's different. I don't think so. <laughs> you put butter on your bread and then it becomes toast, dumbass. I, it changes consistency. Oh my God. It's crunchier. <laughs> There's crunchy ass breads. Yes. Yeah, but like baguettes. I, would, I guess, yeah. Josh, I hate to tell you when you when you toast bread, it's still bread at the end of <laughs> No, it's toast then. <laughs> it's a different thing. That's why it has a different name. But so it's when, still when, bread. A, when you toast a bagel, is it no longer Okay guys. A, go eat an egg. Not scrambled, just an egg. Is that different than a scrambled egg, than a poached egg? Yeah, they're different things. <laughs> oh, well, you still say egg, though. Yeah, you yeah, could say you toasted say bread. Yeah, you could say toasted bread. That would be more acceptable. But there, but it, so it's still bread, then? It's yeah, still bread. But, but when I think of bread, I think of the floppy thing. You know, floppy bread, <laughs> but, soft. But there's so many breads. <laughs> breads that are, like, crunchy already. You yeah. gotta know the depth of bread, bro. I Come on, yeah. man. <laughs> You're talking just, to two guys who loves carbs, obviously. I mean, I guess. And bread but I, is one of them. Again, morbidly obese. <laughs> but when I think of bread, I just think of like, you know, the bagged bread that comes in a loaf. You need to expand your bread horizons, my guy. I, I understand there's bread other breads, isms. but that's the default bread when people, when you say it. We're taking a poll on Instagram. This is, this can't stand. <laughs> what is the default bread? Is it Wonder Bread? Do you think of Wonder Bread when you, when you... I don't know. I think of a nice sourdough. Oh, God. I think of a brioche. Okay. Yeah, we're, we're putting this on uh, our Instagram Wikimaniacs. Go vote. a pretzel bun. <laughs> or like a freaking Hawaiian bread. We're, we're moving on. <laughs> or like a French baguette. You know what I mean? Mm, you know what I'm That's saying? A like a nice little... Ciabatta. Did you just say what's a baguette? You don't know what that, a fucking baguette. I said that's a baguette. I'm, I'm differentiating oh, it between oh, bread. Oh, okay, <laughs> okay, yeah, we were gonna right, jump you right. right now, my God. I was like, bro, how do you what? <laughs> I live across the border from Quebec. Of course, I know what a I was gonna baguette. say. Like, you're you're very close. close. You're there. very close. <laughs> this took a wild turn. I, um, you, yeah. ch- you tried to chop on John, and then we were like, wait a second. I think John might be right. <laughs> No, no, no. I still stand by my statement. But no. uh, oh, you're trying to say you're right because you're white, like your no. bread. This that is you his like? world, Wikimaniacs. <laughs> this is his world. So, uh, so she wasn't sure about the relationship. This morning, while we were having breakfast, he calmly asked me to kill him if I ever caught him cheating. I initially brushed it off as a joke and replied, "Likewise." Oh, oh no. <laughs> it gets much worse. Uh, so he then says that he'd kill me if he found me cheating and that he would enjoy it. Uh, oh. Oh. Yeah. Imaginary oh, no. red flag. Yeah. Red flag. Yeah. <laughs> Wave the red flags. Run. Wee wee. She continues on. I don't know how to react. I just got chills. He's never been like this, and I can't imagine him saying things like this. All day at work, I've been thinking about what I did wrong. Did he read my messages? None of us keep passwords and find something off. Did he see me talking with someone inappropriately? I don't know. What should I say to him? Uh, I would be like, yo, that really freaked me out. Yeah. Yes. Uh, it's just communication. But also that's kind of like, it feels weird to say instant uh, breakup, but it feels like yeah. I would personally never feel safe. 
<laughs> right. Uh, Sleeping next to that like, person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, imagine if one day they just miscons, you know, yeah. think something's off, you know? You're just really nice to something. a server one day. You're cheating You're like, on me. Are you fucking that waitress? <laughs> that's not a healthy reaction to cheating, by the no, way. Like, cheating not does not equal death. It just equals a breakup, probably. A breakup. Or, or a healthy conversation, maybe, but... <laughs> Now, I've heard instances where people would be like, oh, I'm going to kill you if you do this, like in a playing manner. But when yeah. that dude spun off to whole, I'm going to kill you and I'm going to enjoy it. Yo, yeah. yo. <laughs> I don't like it. Yeah, I definitely. Well, I don't even know if talking to him is a good idea. I'd be afraid to no, talk to him. Because <laughs> then you feel like he'll just snap. Just like, wait, are you cheating on me? Yeah, do I need to kill you? <laughs> oh, no, no. Yeah, that's a it, it's a it's a big red flag for me. If it was Same. me, I'd, I'd nope out of there pretty quickly. The free breakfast is not worth the possible. No, murder, I gotta no. say the free buttered say. bread with your sloppy eggs on top. Damn, why are you, why are you so mad with the eggs? Bro? <laughs> that, that sounds like a damn good breakfast to me. I guess sloppy eggs. She's like, if you hand me untoasted bread, I'm going to kill you <laughs> and I'm going to enjoy it. If you call this piece of toast bread, <laughs> I'm going to fucking kill you. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what to say. We don't have an am I the asshole. That, he's an asshole. We'll go with that. <laughs> yeah, no matter what subreddit we do, we're just going to do judgments. Well, he sounds like a psychopath. We'll go with that. Yeah, I was going to say that old boy needs a little therapy or he might need to go to a boxing class and take that anger elsewhere. Yeah, he could be like projecting as well. Maybe he cheated. Hey, maybe. Could be like that one one person with the, the, bo- the bowling alley. Yeah, true. Actually, I didn't bowling even think of that Bowling alley person, guy. yeah. Yeah. Could be projecting. Yeah. Does he bowl? Because that's a red flag. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta disagree again. I can't let you talk. Can't Bring let you do back. that. I went bowling a couple weeks ago, actually, so. Also, maybe it is a red flag. Yeah, exactly. Flag. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We'll move on. So our next story. My guy best friend just told me he's in love with me two days before my wedding. Oh. Oh. Yeah. He's the asshole. <laughs> wrong wrong episode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I stand by. Yeah. I stand by it. That's fair. I'll allow it. So I've been with my fiance for three years and engaged for a little over a year. My best friend and I have known each other since freshman year of college, and we are in our early 30s. So they've probably known each other for 10 years, I want to say. I can't do math. Actually, I'm famously good at math, so it's... <laughs> Give us like, it's actually 30 years, I think. I don't know. <laughs> it's actually a mile somehow? I don't know. <laughs> and yet, not a kilometer. <laughs> Some say longer? Yeah. This morning, I woke up to a long-ass text from my guy best friend that he sent me at around 6 a.m. Basically, Ooh, it was oh. him pouring his heart out, saying he's been in love with me for years, but had always hoped I'd break up with my fiancé and finally notice him. What a nice guy. Oh, <laughs> this could be posted on so many subreddits. So many. Mm-hmm. He asked me to call off the wedding and run away with him. <laughs> it said, I needed to tell you before it was too late. It's too late already. Yeah, bro. it's way too late, dude. You know, you could have told her the whole seven years. Technically, he could have done it in the wedding as well. So does anyone maybe object? He could've, maybe he could have <laughs> saved like a secondhand embarrassment for him. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. She continues on. She says, I just feel gross and sad. I have no feelings for him beyond platonic love. I've drafted a response and deleted it over and over. I hadn't even told my fiance. I don't want him to worry about me so close to our wedding. I know I need to, but I don't know how to phrase it. What's worse is that he's become my fiance's friend too. I'm also pretty pissed that my friend chose such an unfortunate time to cause me such distress. There were so many times over the years he could have just bucked up and told me how he felt. 
but waiting until right before I'm married, like I would just cancel my wedding and leave my fiance because of a goddamn text. <laughs> if you really love someone, you ain't going to fucking text them. You could better do a damn grand gesture. Yeah. You show up like Rick from The Walking Dead with those signs. I forget that movie. What's that movie called? The rom- oh, rom-com? Um, that Love Action. No. Love Actually. Is, is love, it is. Yeah, it is Love Actually. Yeah. Is that it? Oh, I think okay. so. Where he shows up with the signs in front of her door. So yeah, yeah. that's Rick from The Walking Dead. Yeah, yeah, it is. Wow, actors, man, they're good. They're good <laughs> so at their job. You can't even tell he killed a bunch <laughs> you of zombies. Don't even know. <laughs> Coral, <Savage>. Coral. <laughs> Watches the wrong movie. It's okay. Call us out with Maniacs for wrong. We could be very much. I love rom-coms, so I think that is the right one, but, uh, you know. Damn, Josh. Rom-coms, long walks on the beach. What a man. <laughs> what Jeez. a man. If only he knew toast was bread. <laughs> I'm cultured, okay? <laughs> so close to the perfect man. So I want to tell him not to come to the wedding. I can't trust that he wouldn't try to pull something. I don't even know if I want to talk to him again. But the thought of losing my best friend is heartbreaking. Hell, the thought of him not having him at my wedding is really painful. He put me in an uncomfortable and impossible situation. I wish it wasn't on me to deal with his feelings for him. I wish he'd either stop being friends with me when he realized us ending up together would never happen, or he had told me a while ago. I don't want to kick him while he's down, but I need to make it clear that I have no feelings. The wedding is still on, and I don't want him to attend. We've been friends for over a decade, and I've been crying over this all day. I feel almost disgusted knowing that this whole time he had ulterior motives. How do I even go about dealing with this? I'm supposed to get married in under 48 hours. Honestly, if that happened to me, I would just rip the bandaid off right away. Say no. Like, you know, I'm going to go to a wedding and say, like, I'm sorry, I don't feel the same way about you. Just straight up. Although devil's advocate, I feel that everyone deserves some love or at least being able to express that love in some capacity. But in this in this guy's case, come on, guy, if you've been in love with her from the get go, why did you wait so goddamn long? Yeah. yeah. And you were friends with both of them. Like, bro, that's just shady as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. It would be different if like this was a year into the relationship and he said, right. Hey, I just want you to know, like, I have feelings for you. Just want to know if you feel the same way. And at that point, it's like, okay, you know what? I, I don't have feelings for you, but we can move past this as friends. When you yeah. do it like before this huge event, it's kind of like that's friendship yeah. breaking. Like, you know what yeah, I mean? You're putting her in a, an incredibly difficult spot. Absolutely. You're, you're so worried about like your feelings that you're not regarding mm-hmm. hers at all. It's pretty fucking shitty. Again, um, if you're going to profess your love too, don't text somebody, man. Come on <laughs> now. Also that. Yeah, that's true. Man up and at least tell them in person. Tell them in person. Right. Yeah. So there is in fact an update on this story. Ooh. Oh, yeah. So she updates us. So this was some time has passed. She she ended up getting married to her husband and they went on her honeymoon. So this is after the honeymoon and everything. She's getting back now. So she says, that night my fiance got home from his brother's. I let him sit down and then I showed him the text. He read it and I watched his eyes get bigger and his expression angrier. Of course, I started apologizing like an idiot. And he told me I didn't owe him an apology for anything. Facts. Yeah. He good sounds husband. like a good guy. Good husband. We talked and he told me he had figured the guy had a crush on me, but kept it respectful. Him and I were really close, but beyond side hugs during greetings and goodbyes, there was no physicality. I even let him read out my past messages just to see that there was no emotional affair or me leading him on. I never even vented about my fiance to him when we would have arguments because I knew better to do that. I'd call my mom. LOL. That's smart. (laughs) Very. Yep. So my fiance asked me what I wanted to do. And I said that while it saddens me, I didn't want him at our wedding. I was afraid that he would try some nonsense. 
So we typed mm-hmm. up a very brief message and said, I'm sorry that you mistook my friendship for something more. The wedding is going to happen and it'd be best if you didn't attend. To be clear, I let my fiance read this message and he stands by my decision to uninvite you. We wanted to make it clear that it was me who wanted him not to come, not just my fiance. He finally responded. The text was so long that I had to click on it to read it. It was horrible. That's a thing? Or is that an Android type of deal? Clickable? Well, because you can only see like part of the message, right? When in like a notification. You only see like the first few sentences. Oh, yeah. Like in the notification. Yeah. But I mean, if you write three sentences, you got to click on it. Yeah, exactly. It is. (laughs) That's fair. I would hope it was longer than three sentences after that. Yeah. Unless he was just like KK. (laughs) Yeah, it should just be sorry. My bad. Peace out. (laughs) Have a good life. No girls want to date me. (laughs) Jeez. So he called me a liar for leading him on for over a decade and that he hoped. Oh, I hate that. Leading you on, bro. (laughs) She's engaged to another dude. Yeah. (laughs) There's no leading on. You're just a fucking idiot, bro. Just because someone is friends with you for that long, they don't owe you a goddamn thing. No. At all. No, I mean, they owe you a reciprocating a friendship. friendship yeah. if, if that's but it, I'm, right? I'm, but like in a romantic way, even yeah. if you think in your head, like, well, she's been talking to me for 10 years. Therefore, she owes me something <laughs> romantic. Like, no, my guy, that doesn't work that way. I didn't even get to the worst part. Oh, there's worse. Oh, there's oh, worse. that's not the worst part? Oh, my God. So, okay. so he called, called her a liar for leading him on. And then he continues on saying that he hoped my fiance left me and that we were infertile. Holy, made the right call. Made the fucking right call. My God. Come on. This is a nice guy for sure. Like a nice guy. Classic nice guy. Uh, She says, it was just horrible thing after horrible thing, and I started crying. So she goes on saying the fiance, you know, took her phone, and she thinks he, he called him and just basically told him off and then blocked him on everything. When he handed her the phone back, he said that my friend was now blocked on everything, would not be attending, and the best man and maid of honor knew the situation and would handle it for me. It's a good husband. Good friends. Good friends, good husband. That's what's up. It was like a weight lifted off my shoulder, honestly. After reading that message, I wasn't so sad that my friend wouldn't be attending anymore. And our wedding fucking rocked. We had the time of our lives surrounded by people who loved us and we loved them. It still feels like a dream, to be honest. And if my friend tried to show up, I never heard of anything. Nice. It's a happy ending. Good. For everyone but the guy. <laughs> she ended up with the right person. So that's that's a damn good thing. 100%. So last story before we hop into the wiki history and the break. My girlfriend shared my private pictures with her friends. Oh, that's a, that's a no-no already. <sighs> that's bad. Um, nah. This is like 90 Day Fiance vibe for me because don't do that. Did that happen on the show? Did yeah, it? it did. Oh, shit. No spoilers. Yikes. I'm not going to say who it is. <laughs> he continues into the story. So he says, we've been dating for eight months. It is a long distance relationship and we've had a great relationship. She wanted to introduce me to her friends and we had a Zoom call. She made a joke during the call, which hinted that I was well endowed. Her friends laughed and one of them said, oh, I know. This made me extremely uncomfortable. After the call, I talked to her about it and she said she had talked to them about it and I pressed a little and she confessed that a few of them may have seen a few pictures I had sent her because she had been drunk and got the text at the bar. 
She said, Aww, I should that's... get over it as I have nothing to be embarrassed about. And they were all jealous of her. It makes me want to puke. I just feel bad about myself. I don't want those to be shared. I think I may be insecure about this. And I feel she sees me as a piece of meat rather than her boyfriend. It's breaking my heart. She thinks that it was just one slip up. And I don't know, honestly. I just want to block her. How do I deal with this? Well, not you know blocking what? her. Not blocking. First things first. Step <laughs> it up, my guy. Yeah. Yeah, Good for buddy. you. Nothing to be embarrassed about at all. Don't be self-conscious as a man on the opposite end of this. Yeah, yeah as a man on the opposite end of the spectrum, you know? Same hey, here. dude. Fucking hell yeah, dude. Get it. But with that uh, said, I know we typically dunk on like, you know, guys being fucking disgusting. Just imagine if this was the other way around. Exactly. This yeah. is a disgusting it would be behavior. Insane. I'll say this. Okay. So she says she happened to get the text at the bar. If they were unsolicited and he just sent them without her knowing, that's a little on him for not sending a warning. Hey, hey, I'm sending nudes. You know what I mean? Because oh yeah, for sure, there should be an escalation. Yes. to that they yes. should just be like wow, well, <laughs> <It's like> escal- <laughs> an escalation. Yes, yeah, yeah. Get it, John. <laughs> yeah, the vibe should erect. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Vibes. So like, if he just sent them out of the blue and she's just opening them on her phone, you know, you, you, you're around your friends maybe at a bar and they just happen to see it. Like that's a different situation. You know what I mean? It sounds yeah. like that's not what the situation was, though. <laughs> because, uh, okay, first of all, if if it was that situation, Josh, my yeah. guy would not even say that he's uncomfortable because he knowingly damn right. well say, I'm about to send you a picture of my dick. <laughs> they know damn way in hell that someone will be insecure about their shit and, not, and take a dick pic and, you know, willingly send it. That's true. So that's that's violating his, like, not, not only his privacy, but it's like, dude, those pictures are meant to be for you, okay? But now you're sharing your airdrop in my dick everywhere else? Like, nah, that's not right. That's not right. If we don't, I guess we don't know the details. Like, if she just opened her text and, like, closed it real quick and was like, oh, shit, and then people saw. Yeah. Or if she was like, oh, shit, look at my boyfriend's huge-ass dick, y'all. <laughs> Shows the whole club. Like, yeah. <laughs> hey, DJ, stop the mix. <laughs> Throw this on the projector. <laughs> Is that a Pringles bottle? Did someone bring a baguette? (laughs) (laughs) So this is like devil's advocate. If he's sending unsolicited dick pics, I think it's fair game then. But it's not this kid. I don't think it's... Well, yeah. No, I think if so. If it's unsolicited, yeah, if it's unsolicited, for sure. So they're in a relationship, so I think there's a bit more trust and respect in that. But if you're just sending random girls dick pics, I think that's a different situation. But I just want to talk about this because... Dude, whenever the girls post it on like Twitter and shit, I fucking die. I'm like, <laughs> at least I'm not the smallest person on <laughs> the world, dude. <laughs> but you know, like, what I, yeah. you know what I mean? You understand what I'm saying? Like, if you're, if you're a guy and you're swiping through on Tinder and you're just talking to a girl and you just send off a dick pic unsolicited oh, yeah and she shows her friends then i think that is then fair that's game. fine if you send it you deserve to be posted publicly publicly shamed unsolicited 100%. Send. yes let's yes let's, unsolicited let's and you don't really know the person yes i i just wanted to talk about that i know it's a different situation but i just wanted to make it clear that it is okay in some situations because we should shame those people because that is terrible things to do Eight month relationship, eight inch, eight inch dick. I don't know. You know, we don't, we don't know what's going on with the situation. Jesus, eight inches. Yeah, my God. How did you survive the skinny jean era, bro? I'm wearing skinny <laughs> jeans right now. This shit is awful. And again, I am tiny. <laughs> they might be ten years younger than us, Sean. So they might not have gone through the skinny jean era. <laughs> uh, true. That's fair. That's fair. But yeah, I don't think I'd block her. I'd have a conversation about it with her and just say, hey, I don't feel comfortable. I'm jaded at the fact which, when she's like, dude, get over it. She said, get over it. Yeah. Like, that's shitty. I don't yeah, like that's, that. That's, that's very really shitty. Bad. 
dismissing your feelings is a, is a red flag. I know we usually do it the other way, female to yeah. male, like red flag. But uh, this is the rare occurrence when it's the other way around. I, if, my- if she can't understand or at least comfort you when you feel something, then that's not the yeah. person you want to be with. Uh, you got to really look inward and, and uh, look for someone else, I think. But good on you, my guy. That's uh <laughs> Yeah, first things first and last things last. Yes. Yeah, okay, yeah, baby. Fuck her friend that said she liked your dick and then <laughs> Her whoa, friend might want whoa. to. Her friend might want to. Well, she, he said they were all jealous. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But she, also, yeah, I, I don't advise that. That's no, Josh I was, on that I was kidding. I was kidding. <laughs> Clip we have that. our out of context quote of the week. <laughs> yeah, true. All right, with that, we're going to wrap up the r slash relationship stories. What did you guys think? I don't know yeah. what he uses to wrap it, but I don't know if it'll fit or not if it's that damn huge. <laughs> Magnum, too small. Too small, yeah. So do you think he takes a Magnum, cuts the tip, puts that on, and then puts and on another one? Magnum? Probably. Wow, fucking. Must be nice. Power. Power. <laughs> power. Uh... <laughs> I don't know how to follow it up. We're going to a break to our sponsors. Uh, Much like the backs that that man breaks. Oh, God. Yeah, dude. Okay. Hell yeah, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> After the break, we're going to hop into our very first Wiki History segment. So stay tuned for that. Wikimaniacs, it's gonna be May. And you know what that means. Warmer, sunnier days are upon us. And wouldn't you rather spend your time doing something else instead of having to plan your next meal or spending precious time driving to the grocery store? Factor's fresh, never frozen, ready-to-eat meals are delivered right to your door. Factor takes the stress out of grocery shopping and meal planning. Plus, by supporting Factor, you are also helping out your boys. Sean, tell everybody what Factor offers. Easy. Factor has 35 chef-crafted, dietitian approved meals to choose from every single week. But wait, there's more. Factor also has more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. So you'll always have new flavors to explore. Your boys always want you to treat yourself. So why not make your day delicious by eating Factor's restaurant-quality meals with premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and black and salmon. The kicker, all done and ready to go in two minutes or less, plus no cleanup after. Do you know what I can do in two minutes? You see, John, this is why we don't do ads with you anymore. But Wikimaniacs, head on over to factormeals.com slash wiki50 and use code wiki50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code wiki50 at factormeals.com slash wiki50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Thank you, Factor, for supporting the show. Welcome to Today in Wiki History, a new segment we are trying out where we take a look back at what happened today in history according to Wikipedia. On this day in Wiki History, we are going to be exploring the Astor Place Riots, one of the largest civil disturbances in Manhattan during the 1800s that occurred outside the Astor Opera House. This was a riot surrounding the American actor Edwin Forrest and British actor William McCready. That, on the surface, seemed to be about who was the better actor, but diving a little deeper may have been more about class struggle and nationalism. The year is 1849, and during this time in history, theater as an entertainment was a mass phenomenon, and theaters were main gathering places in most towns and cities. As a result, star actors amassed an immensely loyal following, comparable to modern celebrities or sports stars. 
At the time, audiences had always treated theater as a place to make their feelings known, not just toward actors, but towards their fellow theatergoers of different classes or political persuasions, and theater riots were not a rare occurrence in New York. In the early to mid-19th century, American theater was mainly dominated by British actors like William McCready. However, it was during this time that Edwin Forrest started to become the first true American star. McCready and Forrest were both specialists in Shakespeare, and Forrest would often perform in the same plays as McCready to, quote, challenge him. During this time in America, there was a growing sense of cultural alienation from Britain, especially among the working-class Americans and Irish immigrants. Though Americans were originally hostile towards the Irish immigrants, both managed to find common ground against the British. And while tensions between Britain and America increased, so too did the tensions between McCready and Forrest. American newspapers constantly supported the American star Forrest, and while Forrest's popularity in America grew, he began to find that his popularity in London was dwindling with each visit, and Forrest began to suspect McCready had conspired against him to make sure he didn't succeed in Britain. Things continued to escalate, however, and McCready announced that Forrest was, quote, without taste. Also, on McCready's last tour of America, he had half of a sheep carcass thrown at him on stage. And on May 7th, 1849, just three nights before the Astor Place riots, supporters of Forrest purchased hundreds of tickets to the top levels of the Astro Opera House, where McCready was performing Macbeth that night. During the performance, the Forrest supporters brought the play to a halt by throwing rotten eggs, potatoes, apples, lemons, shoes, bottles of stinking liquids, and ripped up the seats. After the play, McCready announced his intentions to leave for Britain immediately. However, he was persuaded to stay by the large number of the upper-class residents in Manhattan. And, on May 10th, 1849, McCready once again took the stage as Macbeth. The wealthier Manhattan residents also persuaded the police chief and city mayor to call the militia to quell any riots should one occur. A total of 350 militia and 100 policemen were positioned outside the theater, and additional policemen were assigned to protect the homes of the wealthy and the elite. On the other side of the fight was a man named Captain Isaiah Rinders, who was a businessman and huge supporter of Forrest. He handed out flyers and posters all over the city, inviting the working class and patriots to come show their feeling toward the British. By the time the play opened at 7.30, nearly 100,000 people filled the streets. The rioters threw rocks, attempted to light the theater on fire, and fought running battles with the police. Fearing they had lost control, the authorities called the troops who arrived at 9.15. Soon after, the soldiers lined up and opened fire first into the air, and then several times into the crowd. Many killed were innocent bystanders, however, most were working class, citizens, or Irish immigrants. When the dust had settled, it was confirmed that between 22 and 31 rioters were killed, 48 were wounded, 50 to 70 policemen were injured, and 141 militia members were injured. The city elites took a hard stance against the rioters, and the city judges convicted many of the rioters. The Astor Place House continued to try and put on shows, but could not survive its reputation as the Massacre Opera House, and so the building eventually became the New York Mercantile Library. Forrest's reputation was also badly damaged by the riots, and he found it difficult to find acting roles. However, his heroic style of acting can be seen in the early performers of Hollywood, like John Barrymore. So what appears to be a feud between two of the greatest actors of the time turned out to be a battle of nationality and class. We hope you enjoyed this wiki history. See you next week. All right. So that is the episode, basically. Uh, that was the wiki history on, uh, I'm going to pronounce it wrong, Astro? Astor. Astro. Astor. Astor. Astor Place Riots. I was going to relate it back to like a lot of the police reforms that have been called for over the past year, two years. That is a very clear 
picture of how the police are used throughout history, basically, to protect the rich and property. And they will kill any poor people that get in the way of that. Pretty much. They don't give a shit. So I think it's a, it's a good story that I think resonates a lot in more than one way to today's society. I agree with everything said because I definitely didn't listen to this four hours ago and I don't remember anything. <laughs> I appreciate it, Sean. Sean, always so prepared. Hey, you said listen to it. I listened to it. Fair enough. I did not say uh, remember it. Pay attention it. to it. <laughs> you didn't say stick this to your memory. Uh, that is it for this episode. What do you Wikimaniacs think of the new format? And do you have any stories you'd like us to react to? Please let us know in the comments on YouTube or shoot us a tweet at Reddit on Wiki. If you want to hear more, please consider subscribing to the show and giving us a rating and review on whatever platform you are on. Or why not share the podcast with a friend? Thank you, Wikimaniacs, for listening. And thank you, John and Sean, for giving their takes. We will see everyone on Friday. Bye. Gang, gang. Bye. For the fifth time, it's your boy, Sean. <laughs>